And you're listening to the MMAniacs Podcast. All right, Nick David here, MMAniacs Podcast. We are broadcasting live from Combat Zone 63 at the Radisson Hotel in Manchester, New Hampshire. It is Friday, September 29th, 2017. And the card has not begun yet. I'm just kind of here chilling out, waiting for my partner in crime, Mr. Matt Coner, to get here. But so far I've run into the matchmaker here, Ryan Fennelly. I've seen uh, local MMA standout Nuri Sakur, who I've known for 20-something years. I got to hang out and talk with him for a second. Um, UFC veteran and Invicta veteran Peggy Morgan is here. It looks like she's calling the fight because she's got a headset of some sort and is cage side. Um... I saw Olympic judoka and Bellator MMA veteran and champion. Rick Hahn was here just a hot second ago and said he would come back and say hi when he had a second to do so. Uh, what else? There are some very scantily clad ring ladies here who look just spectacular. Uh, Lots of fighters in the house. You know, we have a few fighters from my gym, Team Link of Hookset, New Hampshire, that are fighting tonight. Um, And I I know two, at least two of them are doing kickboxing matches. I think it might be three of them. I'm not sure. Um... But Ed Carr, the guy who runs Team Link in Hookset, is fighting a kickboxing match. It is his first professional kickboxing match. He's fighting. And, uh, and of course, Ken Murphy is fighting as well. And I'm not sure if he's fighting. I think he's fighting MMA. Yeah. And then uh, another one of my training partners, uh, Brian Leach, is fighting as well. It's, it's his first. Uh, I don't know if it's a. I think it might be an amateur fight. And it's a kickboxing match for sure. Um, so, hey, there it is. Well, you can hear it going there. Yeah. Sure. 
saw my dear friend Louis Watson, who I've known for many, many years. Uh, first, I met him through poker. We played poker together for probably something like the last 10 years. Uh, Lynn, the media, the woman that is in charge of all the media connections here at Combat Zone, just brought me a couple of waters. So thank you, Lynn. That was very sweet of you. Uh, so, yeah, I just saw my, my buddy Louie Watson, who, like I said, I, I've known through poker first. And then we both uh, have been involved in jiu-jitsu. And so we've trained together a bit in jiu-jitsu. He trained with Team Link for a little while. Now he's over at Team Burgess. Both teams being represented here tonight on the card. I just got a text from my co-host, Matt Kona, unfortunately. He is not going to make it by here tonight. He just got wrapped up at work, and by the time he gets home and gets here, it'll be two hours from now, so he's going to skip it. So I'm here, S-O-L-O, solo, and I'll be chatting with whoever I can along the way and calling the fights as I see them and giving you folks something to listen to here out in www.worldwideweb that's it they're just showing a little compilation video right now of different combat zone fights waiting for the first fight to start which looks like is going to be Nick Quatrock from FAA he's fighting this is an amateur fight against uh, Chris Weinstein from Lucky Devil Fight Club and it's both the they're both making their uh, debut as amateurs 
And I don't know if this is a MMA or kickboxing fight. We will find out. Very nice looking crowd tonight. All right, here we go. First fighter making his way to the cage. And he has boxing gloves on, so this is going to be a kickboxing match. And this is the guy from FAA, Nick Quatrock. Oh, in his corner, MMA standout Nick Newell, who just retired last year. All right, Chris Weinstein now making his way to the cage from Lucky Devil FC. Again, these guys are both making their amateur debut, their amateur kickboxing debut, both of them tonight. Wow. Wow. The whole stand setup that the cameraman was on just totally gave way. He saved, this cameraman saved the camera. A couple of guys grabbed the ladder. Holy smokes. That could have ended very poorly. Wow, he got out. He got out way better than he could have. All right, here we go. Quatrock pouring it on hard early. Weinstein had a little slip, but it wasn't a knockdown. He just kind of slipped, and the referee had to restart the fight. Quatrock coming hard and heavy right off the bat. There were some really nice combinations. Quatrock has Weinstein up against the cage, just unloading on him right now. But everything's got big power on the end of it, so... I don't know how long these the amateur matches are, but if they're very short rounds, then it doesn't seem like it would be an issue to really unload like that. If, they're, if there's only two two two-minute rounds, I just don't know what they are. I'm not sure. I don't think this is tie boxing, so I don't think knees are allowed. Uh, it's just kickboxing, kicks, punches. I don't think there's any elbows or knees. Weinstein looks super winded. He is mouth agape, sucking wind big time. Quatrock is coming right at him. That was short. I feel like that was like a three-minute round. I want to time this next one so I can find out. And Quatrock knocks Weinstein down with a big right hook, and that's the end of the round. Timer, my little stopwatch, and we'll see what we can find out how long these rounds are. I don't see a clock up on the monitors that are hanging from the ceiling. We've got two... Good size, you know, six foot by six foot by four foot monitors, something like that, with uh, that have a projector projecting the images onto them. All right, I got my stop. There's a big front kick right to the face from. I gotta look at his name again. Chaddock. Chaddock and Weinstein. All right. <clears throat> oh, shit. Holy shit. Wow. Weinstein knocked him fucking dead. Wow. Wow. That was a devastating overhand right. Just perfectly timed and knocked him dead. Just no coming back from that. One big overhand right and 
He is not moving. He is not. He is lying on the ground, not moving at all. Legs folded up right underneath him, and oh, he's sitting up. He's not sure what happened. He doesn't know what happened. He's, Jesus, I hope they show up. There's a replay of that. I don't know if they do replays at Combat Zone, but Jesus Christ, I hope they do. That was devastating. That was like Tank Abbott, Steve Nelmark, devastating. Just shut down. Wow. He came out with a fire lit under him that second round, Weinstein. You know, he, I think he knew that he definitely lost that first round. I think Chaddock was the aggressor and got off the more significant punches. And that second round, Weinstein came out. <laughs> I, I wish that you, anyone out there... <laughs> That's listening to this could have saw my face when it happened because I know my jaw hit the table. It was that's one of the best knockouts I've seen in a long time. Wow, crazy! That was crazy. Well, I guess I don't get to know what the, how long the rounds are in that one because it only went 24 seconds that round. I feel like it was a three-minute round. It felt very fast. So I'm guessing it was three minutes. Uh, if Ryan Fenley makes his way over here at some point, he'll have all the information for me. All right, we're going for our second fight of the night, and that is Michael Alfano out of Lucky Devil FC. This is where the last guy was from. Uh, he has gloves on so it's going to be a kickboxing match uh, against Jack Green out of Cage Strikers and they're both are making their kickboxing debut it's another kickboxing amateur kickboxing match both guys making their debut Michael Alfano of Lucky Devil FC versus Jack Green of Cage Strikers and that was Michael Alfano making his way to the cage there and Jack Green making his way to the cage right now. Oh, they just said it. Oh, they were even two-minute rounds. They were even shorter than I thought. Three two-minute rounds. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing two-minute rounds, you can just fucking flail, I guess, right? You can just go for a fucking broke, right? Yeah, three two-minute rounds. You can just go nuts. Just go totally go nuts. All right, here we go. Both guys look in pretty good shape. Alfano looks uh, looks a little bit older. I think he might be in his mid-30s. Green looks a lot younger in his 20s. Green's teeing off on him. He's keeping the center of the center of the cage the whole time. Just just walking down Alfano here. Who's who's just keeping his back up against the cage the whole time here. He's just not getting off much offense. He's just kind of... Well, There's a nice high kick from Alfano. Return from Green. Inside leg kick from Alfano. Nice little combination from Green. And Green's just walking him down. He's He is controlling the center of the cage here. 
tied up. Ref steps in, breaks it up, and they're back at it again. Green's got a nice little jab there when he's using it. The second time I've seen him with a step-in side kick. Not something you see very often in MMA. Nice little lead left hook there from Green. And a lead, a lead uppercut there, too, from Green. A right lead uppercut followed by a left hook. And a tie-up. And the ref pulls him apart. Again, Green throwing, flicking that jab out there. And uh, matching spin kicks from both guys. That was it. Two minutes in the books and done. Seconds in. Ring girls in. Here we go. All right. The fight started again, and I missed it. <laughs> I was looking at my phone because I was getting text messages from friends. Again, Green controlling the center of the cage here. And what's that man's name? I forgot here. Alfano, yes. Alfano taking his spot up against the links. He's just uh, fine having his back right up against the cage wall there. Letting Green kind of walk him down, which is, you know, I don't know. I guess you can do that if you're Anderson Silva and your your counter punching is ridiculous. But so far he's not been able to counter much. Oh, Green unloading on him here. Good combinations. Straight left, straight right, hook, hook, uppercut, overhand right. Oh, big, big like Capoeira-style spin kick where he, he went all the way down to the floor. He spun all the way down to the floor. All right. Oh, I think they called the fight. Uh, I think Al, I think Alfano had enough. Is that what happened? They just called the fight? Ryan Fenley sitting next to me. He looks very confused. Uh, I think somebody had. I think somebody had enough. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't. He didn't have an answer there. He was just going to get beat up for another two minutes. So, kudos to him for stepping in the ring, man. I give him all the props in the world. So Jack Green wins that one. As Michael Alfano decided not to come out for uh, round three. Which is, again, you know, like uh, like Fenley said, which you couldn't hear because he was off mic, it's the right call. He should have, uh, you know, what's the right move? He was, he, was not, he was not answering, and he was just getting teed off on, so. Good job, Jack Green, making his, once again, Jack Green making his amateur kickboxing debut. Oh, whoever this next fighter is has got quite a contingency in the crowd. Uh, I'm guessing, oh, this might be Matt Gordon because he's a Team Burgess guy. Oh, no, uh, Willis, everybody that's cheering has Willis shirts on. So this is Cayman Willis out of high-speed defense. He also has some white boxing gloves on, so this is going to be a kickboxing mat. He is making his amateur debut, kickboxing debut, against Matt Gordon, who is from Team Burgess, uh, a Manchester staple here, run by my dear friend Nate Lamont. Uh, and Matt is 2-2 two and two as an amateur kickboxer, and Cayman uh, is making his amateur debut here. So... Let's see how this goes. All right. And 
Uh, again, there's a there's a big contingency for Gordon here as well. Like I said, he's a Manchester guy fighting out of uh, Team Burgess right here in Manchester. Nate Lamont in his corner. These guys both look pretty game. All right, these guys are fighting at 195. They look like big boys. Wills went to put his hand out and was not met with a reply from Gordon. And Will seems to be... Will seems to be controlling the center of the cage for the most part. And Gordon just scored a little knockdown with a with a leg kick. It wasn't... Uh, just kind of took the legs out from underneath him. Nice little combination there. Nice little combination there from uh, from Gordon. And high kick from Gordon. Front kick from Gordon. Spin kick from Gordon. Even though Will seems to be walking him down, Gordon seems to be, now that the fight's settling a little bit, Wills is walking him down, but Gordon seems to be getting off him more more strikes and and connecting, too. Not just swinging. He's, it's a second second knockdown with a leg kick for Gordon. He's got that one-two down. He, he keeps landing it, too. He's, uh, Wills isn't getting out of the way of his one-two. Oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. That has to stop. Oh, no, okay. Okay, good. That was a good stoppage by the ref. Uh, Wills just came with an overhand right and knocked him flat. Gordon's protesting, but <laughs> he knocked him flat, and then you know it's kickboxing rules, so he gives him a standing, he gives him a standing eight count. He starts, or not standing eight count, he gives him a ten count because he's knocked down. And in the interim, he gets up, but he is not. He looks like spaghetti. <laughs> he's walking across the cage like, but totally like spaghetti. That's the right call by the ref. I'm sorry, Gordon. Uh, I was. You know, I'm uh, I'm supposed to be impartial here on the podcast, but you know, he's even though he doesn't know me from Adam, I'm pulling from my boys at, at Team Burgess because they're good buddies of mine, and I I want to see him succeed. So, but it was a it was a good call by the ref. He was <laughs> he was not here in this on this planet at the time. He had left he had left the planet. And I think as the ref called the fight, he saw that he left the planet. As the, as the ref called the fight, I think he kind of snapped too. Cause he snapped too and was kind of present and seemed, seemed clear, but he was not clear at all standing up. Another, another impressive knockout here. It's two really good knockouts in these kickboxing matches, man. <laughs> really good. All right. So I had a little bathroom break while I was gone. Eddie Ramos made his way to the cage from Lucky Devil Fight Club. And he is making his amateur debut. And he is fighting my buddy, Brian Leach, who's from Team Link Hookset. And he's also making his amateur debut. He's got a lot of fans in the audience today, including me. So, again, as a... I don't know. I can't call myself a journalist. I'm not a journalist of any sort. I'm just doing this silly podcast. 
because it's something that I love. All right, kids, here we go. My boy Brian Leach versus Eddie Ramos. Here they go. All right. Leach flicking that jab out there in the front kick nicely. All right. Nice inside leg kick from Leach. Body kick from Leach. Ramos is taking his time. He's not throwing much. Ramos is not throwing much. Leach is throwing a bunch of punches in a bunches. Leach has got a real nice jab out there. He keeps flicking that jab right out there. Really good inside leg kicks, too. And really good body. That was a really good body kick right there. Oh, Leach just clocked him. All right. He's going to give him a standing eight count. <laughs> Leach, his uh, Ramos's knee is buckled on that one. It was like it looked like a like a right hook. And really, really buckled his legs. All right, fighters touch gloves. Ramos is ready to come back out. Head kick from head kick from Leach. Leach is smelling blood. He's coming hard. Another nice body kick from Leach. Overhand right. Hitting him with that two a lot. One two high kick, one two body kick. Outside leg kick to a overhand right. Oh. The timer timer guy busted his thing for 10 seconds. All right. Round one in the books. Round one in the books. All right. Seconds are out. And the cage cleaner. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen somebody that, the, that that's their that's just their gig every round is to come in and clean the cage floor. But this dude's been going in every time and cleaning like any kind of sweaty thing, wet, sweaty, bloody, anything that's. I haven't seen anything bloody yet. So, uh, all right, a couple outside leg kicks that missed from both guys, and another back to the feeling out process. Both kind of just flicking out some jabs there. Nothing of consequence landing this round. They're still kind of staying on the outside. And we don't have any statistics, but it, it looks like Leach has quite a reach on him. And the guy's staying way outside of Leach. He's not getting on the inside, which is why he's not able to, to get anything. Leach is keeping him outside with, a, with that jab and those leg kicks. Looks like they're both a little, a little slower this round. Well, low blow from Brian Leach. Ramos got hit right in the cuppity cup. Ref's giving him a few seconds to try and shake it out. All right, guys touch gloves, action back in. Here we go. We're just throwing that high kick a lot. It's landing hard, but it's it's landing right on Ramos' shoulders, not on his head. Oh, that's a big one, two, three combination. And a spin kick from Leach. All right, he's getting creative now. Just to reiterate, folks. I'm not a journalist. I did not go to journalism school. I did not know the first thing about journalism. I'm just talking about something that I love, and that is combat sports, and specifically, mostly, mixed martial arts. But here we are watching some... There's a lot of kickboxing going on at, at uh, Combat Zone tonight. So, And so far, the fights have not disappointed. We've had two really clean knockouts. 
and uh, none of us, none of them have gone to the third round. Uh, that was a little more competitive round from Ramos. It looked like he, he got some shots off on Leach, but uh, I would still give that round to Leach. He definitely pushed the action and got off the more significant strikes and uh, the higher amount of strikes for sure. So... I'd say Leach has this one two, two rounds in the books so far for Brian Leach, I would say. And uh, we got one more two-minute round to go. This is our first, the first time we're seeing round three in these amateur kickboxing matches. All right, here we go, round three. All right, fighters touch gloves, here we go. Exchanged some nice words. Looked like some pleasantries. They were saying some nice things to each other. Uh, and this is where we're going to let it all hang out. It's round three, so <laughs> I think both guys are going to just go for broke right here. Uh, I think Ramos knows he has to because he has to know he's down two rounds. Uh, at the very least, he's got to think he's one to one. Uh, even if he, even though the second round was more competitive, I still gave it to Leach. But he, he, he has to know that it's at least one to one, and he's got to do everything he can to, to win in the judges' eyes if he's trying to get a decision. But I think he, I think his only way to win this match at this point is by knockout, and he's being the aggressor in this uh, in this round so far. He's he, he's 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 getting on the inside, and he's walking Leach down. Leach is not, he isn't throwing that jab out and keeping him on the outside here like he has been. He's, he's letting him in on the inside. And, uh, Ramos has him up against the cage here right now. And, and he's, and he's just kind of picking on him. He's just kind of going in, picking one punch, two punch. Leach seems content. A big overhand right from Ramos, but oh, oh, he's teeing off on Leach big time now. Oh, there's a, there's like a, there's a rock'em sock'em robots going on right now. And I think I think Ramos's corner told him you, you got to knock him out if you want to win this fight, and he's definitely trying to do that right now. He is just winging overhand right after overhand right at him. But Leach is a uh, might, uh, Ramos might have punched himself out here. Leach looks a little bit tired, and I'm surprised that uh, Ramos doesn't look more tired after all this leather he just flung right there. Uh, I guess when somebody ref called timeout, I guess it looked like Leach lost his mouthpiece. Uh, I think this is better for Ramos. Leach lost his mouthpiece because it's given him it's given him a chance to to, to re-energize. But he just he just spent the tank there coming out at Leach. They don't have an official clock here, so I don't know what kind of time is left. But no, oh, we got ten seconds. No, I guess that's it. Huh. Yeah, I, I would say uh, if I had to, to guess, it would be 28-27. I'm assuming this goes on a 10-point must system. And uh, I would guess Brian Leach by decision. I think uh, Ramos definitely won that last round, but I'm pretty sure that Leach won the first two, although the second one was more competitive. So you never know what the judges are looking for. You never can tell what it is that they're trying to, what it is they want to see, 
or any prejudices they have or any favoritism that they might have that, you know, this guy's my neighbor's cousin or this guy trains with, you know, my neighbor or who knows what. You just never know. You just never know when you leave it in the hands of the judges. You just never know what they're... A lot of big show of respect from all corners. Uh, my dear friend Jerry Hall in the cage there. And Nick J.C. Alley, Bellator fighter J.C. Alley in the cage there. Both guys from Team Link in the, in the corner of our man Brian Leach waiting for the judge's decision. It's the first decision of the night. Fourth fight of the night. First decision. Two... <laughs> two nasty KOs and one uh, they called it a TKO but the, the fighter just refused to come out for the third round and rightfully so I think his corner told him to he had to pack it up pack it in uh, here we go with the judge's decision looks like the announcer's coming out to nice fight from both guys yep. oh it's going to be a split decision huh Oh, it's a draw. Uh, <laughs> well, I suppose it's better than Ramos getting it because he definitely. Uh, 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 I mean, I, I feel like like Leach won that fight for sure. But I'm biased. I'm prejudiced. He's my training partner. You know, I roll with this guy every every week, and he's a really good guy. And so, you know, I have a bias, so. But the only, there was only one real definitive score, and that was 29-27. And uh, one, one judge scored it 28-27, which is, which he must, he, he must have given... He must have given round two to Ramos, and then he gave round three to Ramos as a 10-8, which is how it was 28-27. I thought it was going to be unanimous 29-27 across the board. And then one judge scored at 28-28. So he gave each uh, each guy... I don't know how. How, how would he score at 28-28? I don't know. Giving each guy a 10-8 round? Is that how that works? I don't know. I have to sit down with a piece of paper and do math to figure that out. There's not enough light in here to do that. And my brain function is limited because I just got out working for most of the day before I came here. All right. Next fight on the roster here, ladies and gentlemen, we have Isaiah... Isaiah Isaiah Ocasio. Well, they keep dimming the lights here, and I can't read it. Uh, Isaiah Ocasio versus Joe Sedgkowski. Sedgkowski. I want to call him Joe Sedge. Ocasio versus Joe Sedge. And uh, Isaiah Ocasio is fighting out of Ocasio's martial arts. He has his own school. 
this is his second fight as an amateur kickboxer, and he has one win. So he's 1-0 and as an amateur kickboxer. And he is fighting Joe Sedzkowski, who is from Title Boxing. And he is coming in. This is me. He's making his debut. And this is, uh, again, this is an amateur kickboxing match. Wow, so Joe Sedzkowski has a lot of folks in his corner here. Uh, I'm guessing he's from the, the title boxing gym that's here in Manchester. Which is uh, run by another Team Link teammate, Paul Gaffney. And, yeah, I see Paul Gaffney walking in with him, so... Paul Gaffney is a former pro mixed martial arts fighter. He fought quite a few times here in combat zone. Who I hear, rumor, will be making a step back into the cage here soon. Wow, this crowd is on their feet. There's a lot of... I see a lot of title shirts out there, so there's a lot of... A lot of title boxing club folks in the audience tonight, and they are rowdy. Oh, this is the final amateur kickboxing bout of the evening, and they are fighting at 165. <laughs> going nuts. That half... I would say half. I would say... Some loud boos coming from uh, Osaya's Osaya's contingency. And Sajkowski, good head movement by Sajkowski. Really nice slip there. Really nice slip again. Wow. He's just, uh, Osaya's throwing, threw two jabs out there and slipped, really slipped both of them really nicely. Just good head head movement by Sajkowski. And Sajkowski putting the pressure on here. Oh, shut the fuck up. Whoever that dummy is booing, you should shut his dumb fucking mouth. Hopefully somebody that's next to him tells him to shut up. He's a sackless twat who would never have the balls to get inside of the cage. So he'll sit in an audience where skilled pugilists who have trained years and years decide to get inside the cage and put it on the line, and this dipshit's going to boo someone. All right, back to the fight. (laughs) Ocasio is dictating the pace here now. Nice left hook by Ocasio. Nice knee by Ocasio. So, yeah. I guess that answers my question from four fights ago if knees are legal. <laughs> I'm guessing just knees to the body, yeah. Yeah, kickboxing, you can do knees to the body. Nice body kick by Ocasio. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, just a slip. I don't know. Sajkowski's, Sajkowski's looked a little wobbly. But it looked like a slip at first, but I don't know. My boy Kevin Hirschman walking by there. Give me a slap on the hand. Kevin Hirschman, man. 
He, I've been training with that guy for, I don't know, three or four years now. And he was, right now I'm about 270, and he was my size a couple years ago. And over the course of the last two years, he has just dropped. I mean, he I, he just walked by. I would, if I had to guess what his weight is, I'd say he's like 195. Sometimes somewhere between 195 and 210. But I'd say closer to 195. So he's dropped like 80 pounds. He looks great. Good for him. Kevin Kirsch, Kevin Hirschman, go get him, my man. All right. Here we go, round two. Ocasio versus Sajkowski. All right, Sajkowski flicking that lazy jab out there. And Ocasio answering with a, with a not a not, a not lazy jab. A powerful jab and a spin kick. Big head kick from Sajkowski. Big leg kick from Sajkowski. Front teak to the body from both guys. Just, uh, Ocasio sent one and Sajkowski sent one back. Spin kick to the body from Ocasio. So, another spin kick to the, spin kick to the head from Ocasio, but I'm not sure it connected. It's hard to see with the, you know, there's camera people and cage and, supports and stuff blocking a lot of the action and Ocasio's got Sajkowski up against the cage and kind of unloading on him kind of takes away that head movement from Sajkowski, he's just got him pinned up against the, the cage there and the ref comes in they were locked up, pulls him apart another another spin kick to the head from Ocasio but again it didn't look like it really connected, but it looked good it did look good and now both guys are kind of starting to slow down. Sajkowski's trying to throw that jab out there. A lot more action this round from Ocasio. Uh, the first round was tough to gauge. This round, uh, definitely, I think, uh, I would give to Ocasio. So first round, I, I don't know. It was a hard one to judge. Both guys had... Uh, some promising moments in the first round, but the second round seemed like it was really dictated by Ocasio. All right, round three. Here we go. Bingity, bingity, boom. <laughs> this little overhand right from Ocasio. Head kick from Ocasio. Side kick from Ocasio. Inside leg kick from Ocasio. And Sajkowski flicking out that lazy jab. Body kick from Sajkowski. Nice body kick from Sajkowski. Knee from Sajkowski. A support in the middle here that I'm missing, kind of missing with the action. That was a nice, I could tell that was a nice body kick from Ocasio. Returned by Sajkowski. Ocasio tried to throw a high kick. Sajkowski threw a teak that knocked him right down. Knocked him off balance because he was only on one leg. Uh, fixing the shin guard of Sajkowski right now. It's a little off kilter. And this third round is uh, seemed to, uh, a lot more similar to the first round where it's just kind of even. It seems like Ocasio's getting off the more significant strikes. Again, Sajkowski using that good head movement right there, getting out of the way of stuff. You know, coming from a boxing gym. He just doesn't have a lot on the end of what he's throwing here. He just kind of slowly 
putting things out there. I think he's I think he might be a little winded. There's not. There's, you know, Cassio looks like there's still a lot of power at the end of his punches, and and Sejkowski doesn't look like there's much power at the end of what he's throwing here. He's just kind of just kind of lobbing him out there gently. And all right. And that's the fight. We will see what the judges say. Okay, here we go. All right, unanimous decision for Ocasio. Sejkowski getting a big standing ovation from all his folks at title. All giving him some love. All right. This is our first MMA fight of the night. They're on their way right in. They're not wasting any time whatsoever. All right, we've got Devin Monty. It's an amateur MMA fight. Devin Monty out of uh, oh, IND, so I'm guessing that's independent. Uh, versus James Ploss from Kaze, who's 0-1 as an amateur, and Devon Monty, who is making his debut. So debut from Monty, 0-1 from Ploss. Monty versus Ploss. And as soon as they announce it, I'll tell you what weight class. It looks like they're 55ers, judging by the first guy, maybe 45ers. Monty versus Ploss. Monty in the cage now. Looks like professional MMA referee Kevin McDonald will be officiating this match. Oh, no, he's just uh, he's doing the check-ins. So he's checking for mouthpieces and all that jizzy jazz. So Kevin McDonald doing the check-ins, making sure guys got mouthpieces, don't have too much grease on them, got their cup. I missed it. <laughs> I missed the weight. It might even be 35ers. They're pretty small dudes. Yeah, I just talked to the guy next to me from Combat Sports Nation, and uh, it is confirmed. They are 35ers, 135ers. Here we go. Monty versus Plus. Expect fast and furious from 135ers. Uh, it would probably be pretty blurry. Little jab out there from Monty. Body kick from Plus. Teak from Monty. Inside leg kick from Monty. They're both staying pretty, pretty far out. They're just, you know, kind of feeling each other out here. Nobody's getting in too close. Looks like Monty's arms might be a little bit longer, so that might be his game, kind of. Keeping Ploss on the outside there. He looks a little bit, little bit taller, and you know, looks like he might have a little bit more reach on him. And Ploss push, pushing the action for most of it here. Uh, he seems to be backing Monty down for most of this. Slip from Ploss, trying to do a head kick. Ploss has Monty up against the cage there, kind of unloading on him for a second. Monty got off the cage. Little teak from Monty. Teak to the body. And guys are tied up. Big head and arm throw. Straight to mount from Ploss. Ploss. And a reversal from Monty. Monty in Ploss's guard. Standing over the top of him now. And Ploss lets him up. I mean, Monty. Monty lets Ploss up. So to re that's the end of round one. To reiterate, I don't know if I got it right here, but I'll try and get it right here. Ploss did a head and arm throw on Monty. Really nice throw. Uh, 
got him down on the ground, immediately mounted him, and within three seconds, uh, Plus, sorry, see this is where I screwed up before, within three seconds, Monty did an oompa and reversed it and ended up into Plus's guard, then Monty stood up and threw some blows down and then eventually let Plus up. So that is what happened just now. And we got our seconds in now. Seconds in our ring girls. Inside doing their thing. All right, here we go. Round two. Fighters come out. Touch gloves. Leg kick by Plus. Monty swinging up, swinging hard. They're rocking Sockham right up against the cage here. Both guys just winging them. Wild wingy punches and kicks from both guys. Some kind of scramble that ended up with Monty on top in Plus's half guard. Plus looks like he's trying to go for some kind of a heel hook or knee bar. And looks like a looks like a straight. He does not have that set up properly to do that at all. He just kind of and both guys stand up. Yeah, he just, he did not have his leg through in the middle. It was just kind of hung over his other leg and was not proper positioning to get a leg lock, a knee bar from that position. But an attempt nonetheless, one that got the crowd riled up. And Plas just tried to do a, a, another hip throw on Monty and, uh, and ended up giving up his back and ended up on the bottom here. So right now, Monty is in side control on Ploss. Ploss is trying to lock up one of his arms with his legs. And it looks like he's fishing for a Kimura. Um, Ploss from the bottom trying to uh, Ploss from the bottom trying to fish a Kimura out from Monty. He looks like he's close to getting it. He almost has it out. He almost has it out right now. And meanwhile, Monty is raining down knees on Plas's side. And Plas is not giving up that Kimura. He's really, really trying hard to fish that thing out from underneath. Monty, again, throwing knees from the top. Plas uh, uh, sneaking in a leg, to regarding with sneaking in a leg. And he's going for a guillotine. He's got a arm out guillotine. It looks very tight and a tap. That was real slick by uh Plas, let's make sure I'm pronouncing his name right here. Plas. That was real slick. Yeah, that was real slick from James Plas on the bottom. He he was in side control. He had good hip movement. Snuck in a leg. While he was still threatening the Kimura, he uh, sunk an arm underneath the chin as he was. they were both kind of scrambling and he was regarding. And when he ended up getting back to regard, he had that head and it was super tight. I could see through the cage from here that it was real tight, and it didn't take long. It was only a couple seconds before Monty tapped. Nice work by James Plus. All right, here we go. It's our second amateur MMA fight of the night. First fighter coming to the cage, Josh Wesley from FAA. He is 2-4 and four as an amateur, and he is fighting... Muhammad Al-Kanari from Evolution Athletics. And he is making his amateur debut. So, 
Oh, that dude is giant. He is long and lanky. This uh, Josh Wesley guy, he's got to be got to be six two. I'm guessing these guys are one one eighty fivers. Oh, one seventies. Yep. 70. Jesus Christ, that is a long, lanky 170. That dude's got, he's got to be like 6'4". His head's over the top of the cage. It's over the top of the, it's over the top of the cage. So Wesley versus Al-Kanani. Alright, Wesley versus Al-Kanani. Here we go. Kevin McDonald officiating. Our buddy Kevin McDonald, who I've referred to more than, uh, it was a little cheap from Al-Kanani. Uh, Wesley, oh, he's got long arms. He's going for a standing guillotine, and he's got that. He's going. Wesley's going for a standing guillotine, and he might have it. He's got it wrapped up really tight. He's got that with those weird long arms where he has the top arm bent back over the neck. And Alcanani got a takedown there, and is inside control. Like to see what Wesley can do with those long ass legs of his. Kanani raining down some serious blows. Going to, uh, 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 Wesley turtling up. And Kanani let him back, uh, Al Kanani let Wesley back up again. And here we go. Uh, Wesley's shorts falling down a little bit. Here we go. Back in it. Uh, so I was saying earlier, I, uh, you know, Al Kanani came out and they both put hands out to touch gloves and he kind of did one of those fakes and then went right in for him. Not a big fan of that move at all. Kind of makes me root against you when I see it happen. Kind of cheap and shitty. Especially especially as an amateur fight. It doesn't mean anything. It's not going to be a big head kick. Big head kick from Wesley and a slip by Al Kanani. And again, Al Kanani going, he's going for a single and Wesley's trying to lock up that, uh, guillotine. Right. Looks like, uh, Al Kanani's out of danger from the guillotine. Just has him pressed up against the cage at this point. Just a lot of pressure from Al Kanani up against the cage. And Wellesley trying to lock up that standing guillotine again. He's got those super long arms. Alkanani uh, circles right out of it, circles his head right out of it. Alkanani getting off some big punches against Wellesley. And both men taking center of the stage again. A little teak from Wellesley. Alkanani smiling. He looks like he's having a good time in there, enjoying this his time in the cage. And late punch from Alkanani. Kevin McDonald giving him a little business for the late punch. All right. Seconds heading out. Uh, looks like Wellesley, he, he, he's got, uh, I can't remember dude's name. <laughs> I want to call him Nico Shipshack, but that's not him. Uh, Superman punch from, uh, from Alkani. Alkani wading through. Those long arms of Wellesley, and he's really pouring it on. Alcani really pouring it on here. Big head kick from Wellesley, nicely blocked by Alcani. And front kick from Wellesley, really sent Alcani back a bit. And now Wellesley's playing his game, 
a bit, throwing that jab out and keeping him on the outside. And, of course, as soon as I say it, Wellesley's had enough of being on the outside and shoots in. He's got double underhooks and has him up against the cage once more. Fighters broke. Both guys taking center of the stage, center of the cage again. And Wellesley throwing out a little lazy jab and a little lazy teak there. That wasn't lazy. That was a nice big body kick from Wellesley. You might have been able to hear that over the mic. And Alcani throwing that overhand right with all kinds of bad intentions. It's like Alcani's getting some big punches in. He's got him. He's got Wellesley uh, pinned up against the cage there and teeing right off on him. And he he's backing off and giving Wellesley a chance to to recompose himself. But Alcani really teeing off on Wellesley now. Kevin McDonald looking looking hard at this fight. I don't think he's going to let Wellesley take much more damage. Now Wellesley's shooting for a takedown. He had enough, taking enough damage. And and 12 to 6 elbows to the spine from Alcani. 12 to 6 elbows coming straight down from Alcani right onto Wellesley's spine. So I think that the uh, now Kevin McDonald's bringing the doctor in the ring. And I think he's going to give uh, Alcani a warning. Yeah, he's definitely, yeah, he... I just saw Kevin McDonald definitely told him exactly that. They were, you can't do 12 to 6 elbows, and you were throwing them right in the middle of his spine. So... He may or may not take a point for that because that's a pretty egregious one. It might just be a warning. No, nope, he's just giving him a warning. Okay, fight back in. Here we go. I don't know how much we have left in this round. Big head kick from Wellesley, but a swing and a miss for him. A little leg kick from Wellesley. Wellesley. Alcani, big Superman punch from Alcani. Threw out a little lazy jab and then big Superman punch. That's the second time he's connected with that Superman punch. And 10 seconds. Left in this round, Wellesley shadow boxing, <laughs> throwing combinations out to no one that was anywhere near him. <laughs> he was just like he was trying to keep Alcani off him for the last few seconds of the round so he could not get punched. All right, here we go. Round three. I've become confused. I think it's round three. Uh, well, body lock from Alcani and pen him right up against the fence again. Some nice knees from Wellesley and Alcani tried to try to hip toss him, but did not have any luck. Guys in the center of the cage again. Guys look a little tired. Both just kind of throwing little lazy jabs out there, but right behind Alcani's lazy jabs are these crazy. Rock 'em sock 'em robot arms. That once <laughs> once he connects with one of them, he just throws four or five more of them. Wow, that was really nice of Alcani. <laughs> uh, Wellesley's mouthpiece just fell out, and he just stopped, dropped his hands, bent over, and picked it up. And Alcani could have just kicked him right in the head right then, and he didn't. He just let him pick up his mouthpiece. Alcani's got Wellesley up against the fence. Kevin McDonald really watching this one heavily. Probably going to stop this pretty soon. Alcani is is unloading on him. Uh-oh. 
I think there was a foul of some sort. I didn't see what it was because it was on the support that's right in front of me. So he was... <laughs> Alcani had uh, Wellesley backed up right into the support, so I couldn't see what the what the exchange was. But I imagine after the second foul here... What just happened? Oh, I think dude just threw up. Well... <laughs> I just thought, so Wellesley's back is up against the cage, so I can't see, but I think he just threw up. I'm pretty sure he just threw up. It looked like a giant explosion, and then Kevin McDonald called the fight off. <laughs> so uh, everybody's going in with towels. I'm pretty sure Wellesley just threw up, and somebody's giving him a bucket. Nick Newell, that's who it is. I'm just trying to call him Nick Oshipchak. Yeah, he definitely threw up because Nick Newell just gave him a bucket. And he's... I couldn't see what it was. I just saw... Uh, coming from the support in front of me, just saw an explosion of debris. Of wet debris. So he definitely threw up. I don't know how they're going to call this fight. They're, the referees are conferring right now. I don't know. Might be a DQ here. Might be a DQ because of the second... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect here. Maybe a no contest? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I really don't know how they're going to call this. It could be a DQ for Wellesley because he received two uh, fouls from Alcani. It could be a no con contest <laughs> because Wellesley threw up and it could be a win for Alcani because Wellesley threw up. So I, 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 I don't know. No idea what to expect here. They're all, there's a lot of conferencing going on between uh, the officials and other officials and they're in the middle of the cage now. <laughs> or they might let the fight continue. I have no idea what's going to happen here. Oh, this is, this is, uh, Alcani looks, he's ready to fight. He wants to fight. He's got a scowl on his face. He's ready to go. And Wellesley's raising his arms in triumph. Wellesley has puke all over his face still. So, I'm not sure how this one's gonna go. This might set a bad precedent. <laughs> if, if Wellesley wins right now, <laughs> By no contest, or if, if he wins by disqualification, well, I don't know, because it's a very, very specific, was two fouls. One, I didn't see the second foul. I, I, I'm guessing, I, I'm guessing he must, he, he must have got, I'm guessing he got kicked or kneed in the junk, because he threw up. And that's a throw upable. Uh, I have definitely been, uh, I've definitely been needing the junk hard enough to throw up before and have. So the first one was a 12 to 6 that he, he was throwing directly on. Well, uh, uh, Alcani was throwing directly on Wellesley's spine as Wellesley was trying to shoot in on him. That was the first one. And the second one, I'm guessing, was a groin shot. I can't tell. So. Drama, drama, drama. I'm so curious to find out what the story is here. Both fighters are smiling, so I 
I'm going to venture a guess and call this a no contest. That's going to be, I'm going to venture a guess. Because both fighters are smiling, so. Wellesley's got the bucket again. Oh, he's hurl, he's, <laughs> he's dry heaving. <laughs> and referee Kevin McDonald conferring with the ring announcer. Trying to figure out what in the mother is going on. Oh, I don't know, I don't know, after two rounds. Okay, so they went to the scorecards. And they went to the scorecards. <laughs> Wellesley's still throwing up. Give him the fucking bucket. He's trying to get the bucket. <laughs> He's trying to get the bucket from his corner. His corner won't give it to him. He, he keeps dry even. Uh, I don't think it's dry. I think he's throwing up. Now he's just throwing up right in front of the cage here. He is having a hard one. So that was the fourth option, which I hadn't considered. All right. All right. We're taking a little intermission here to make sure all of the yuckiness is cleaned out of the cage before the pugilists go back in there. I'm sure nobody wants to roll around in anybody's puke. Or stick their nose in anybody's puke, or stick their hand in anybody's puke, or smell anybody's puke, or have anything to do with anybody's puke. So, guys are in the cage right now, doing their damnest to clean everything up, nice and sparkly. I'm good now. Can you hear that? Oh yeah, I can hear that. All right. I am here with my man Ed Carr. He is making his amateur. Is it amateur debut? Professional. It's professional debut. Have you done? You've done amateur kickboxing before? Yeah, but because I'm a pro in MMA. I can't hear you. Because I'm a pro in MMA, I have to do a lot of pro kickboxing. You have to do pro kickboxing. And I didn't look at the. I didn't look at the. Um, has he done any pro pro no, kickboxing? No, he's um, nine and eighteen. Oh, nine and eighteen for uh, MMA overall. Nine and, and eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do a kickboxing match? So they asked me this today. Hey, what do you think? I'm like, well, all right, let's do it. Let's have some fun. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see you in there. I'm excited. I was just talking to Walter over there, and I was like, man, I I feel sorry for anybody who's on the receiving end of your. Uh, we'll Whatever see. you're throwing at people, because I know it's going to be heavy leather. Yeah, it's, well, it's been seven years, man, and, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Seven years, and he's um, he's fights like once a year. He's a little more active, but, you know, we'll see what goes. You know? So you've been out of the game for seven years? You haven't fought? I haven't fought for seven years. Holy shit. Yeah. So it was first time back in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. that's cr- I didn't realize it had been that long. I thought yeah. it had only been a few years. No, I've been doing a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments here and there. Yeah, you know, yeah. to do that. And then, um, I, you know, Combat Zone approached me and, you know, did me well. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. Nice. Are, are you thinking about doing any more MMA? No. Uh, MMA, no. Um, you know, I just did this to kind of like, you know, a little bit of lead by example. You know, some of the students wanted to see. Yeah. You know, I don't really have much to prove. They just want to see me get out there and have some fun. And, yeah. You know, oh, so. I'm excited, yeah. man. Absolutely. You know? I, mean, I, I, I train with Ed. You know, two or three times a week when I'm healthy. I'm just getting back in <laughs> the gym. But when I'm healthy, usually two, three times a week. And so I'm, I'm really excited to, to see you get in there. I've never seen you sling leather before, so this is going to be great. I'm, I'm hoping, man, it goes my way. I'm hoping it goes my way. I, you know, we work way too hard for it not to, so we'll uh, definitely see what's up. Best of luck, my man. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Me too, brother. Me too. All right. All Thanks right. for coming over and saying hi. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, Ed Carr from Team Link Hookset. He is the proprietor and head man in charge over there. And a bad dude that I get to roll with on a regular <laughs> basis who 
uh, chokes me out regularly. So, <laughs> all right, man. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it and um, enjoy the show. Yeah, brother. All right, my man. Cool. All right. Here we are. We've got another amateur MMA event going on here. Uh, this is Florian Kakaku. And he's from Sityotong, I think. It says SYT. I think that's Sityotong. Uh, I do not see Mark Dallagrati. That doesn't mean he's not from Sityotong. I'm pretty sure that's what SYT stands for. Um, which they have the, the room to spell it. I don't know why they wouldn't. Uh, so Florian Kakaku versus Terrence Jean-Jacques. And Florian is one and one in MMA. Terrence Jean-Jacques, who is from my alma mater, Team Link Hookset, is one and O oh as an amateur. And I just met Terrence for the first time yesterday when I was training. So he was there. They were having like a fighter get together, and I met him briefly, and we just said hi. So I don't, I don't know Terrence that well, but he trains where I train, and he's making his way out to the ring. He's got Walter Smith, Condito, Bellator fighter, Nick Alley, Bellator fighter. He's got Mr. Nasty Jay Fortier, my training partner for many years. Walking him to the cage. Got Ed Carr, the head man over at Team Link. Walking him to the cage, who's going to be fighting tonight. I want to see if I can get Mr. Nasty to come up and say say a few words. Got Mr. Nasty. Brian Leach, who fought earlier. Kevin Hirschman over there saying hi. Terrence has got a lot of folks in the house here. I was just over visiting with all my people over there. Brian Leach, my longtime training partner, Jerry Hall who's my brother in arms. We are both big boys, and we have been training partners for going on five years now, six years, something like that. All right, here we go. Fight starting. Terrence is fucking ripped. That dude is just muscles on top of muscles. And he looks like he's going for a takedown. Yeah, so he looks like he's looking for a takedown, and sure enough, he was. Scooped right in a double leg and just picked him right up off the mat. He is just, that guy is just all muscles, man. He is an imposing human being, and he's got, he's got dude's back right now. And he, <laughs> he's not even, he just has both hands underneath his chin and is, <laughs> was ripping it back, like, I can't tell, but it looks like he's got a, a rear naked sunk in. He's got the, he's got, he's back mounted. Yeah, he tapped. That's it. That was it. That was like under a minute. Jesus Christ. That dude is fucking scary. That dude is scary. All right, all my Team Lake brothers are in there. Nick Alley, Ed Carr, Walter Smith, Condito. All got Ed Carr fought in the IFL. You know, he trained with Pat Militech. Walter Smith fought in Bellator. Nick Alley fought in Bellator. You know, there's some serious dudes in your corner right there. <laughs> Terrence just went out and manhandled that guy. God damn it. He is scary. He is scary. We're going to see some shit from that dude. Like I said, I just met him and talked to him for a second the other day. Listen to his full name and remember this name. Terrence Jean-Jacques. Terrence Jean-Jacques. 
That dude is bad. All right, I just went to go grab some food. While I was on my way down there, I ran into my buddy, Mr. Nasty J. Fortier. And he told me that uh, Terrence John Jacques was a Division One Iowa wrestler, which explains why I saw him. I saw him duck twice for a takedown before he actually shot in for that double. I can't wait to watch that guy evolve. All right, this next fight, another amateur fight, Harry Giglotti, who is 0-0 against Tom. All right, Harry Giglotti versus Tom Baglarolo. We're going to go with Harry and Tom on this one, all right, folks? Because I'm going to miss all, I'm going to miss both their last names a bunch of times. Harry and Tom. Wow, these guys are jawjacking at each other. They are both yelling shit across the cage at each other. Somebody missed weight, so we're at a catch weight of 150. Harry Gigliotti was doing most of the jawjacking. Is getting booed out of this. So Tom and Harry here instead of Tom and Jerry. Tom and Harry. Tom put his hand up for ask if Harry wanted to touch gloves, and Harry didn't want to have anything to do with it. Nice inside leg kick from Tom. I dropped my chicken sandwich on the floor. And while I did, there was a mad scramble to the ground. Oh, I got a head and arm choke from from Tom here. That's pretty goddamn tight. He's got the cage blocking him from, from really spreading out on it, though. And he's back to mount. Tom has Harry mounted. Now he's going for Americana. Looks that looks pretty locked in too. Tom, Tom, just moving easily from side control to mount to side control to mount. Harry does not have an answer for him on the bottom at all. He is just throwing punches up at him from side control. Ten seconds left in this action-packed round, and Tom got mounted on top and just raining down blows. All right, round two. Here we go. Harry throwing out jabs from his corner. <laughs> Overhand right from Tom. There was not a lot of action on the feet that first round. Inside leg kick from Tom. Both guys pretty long. Tom, a little bit, definitely lankier. Big overhand right from Harry. Tom ducks under and shoots the double leg and gets it. Harry trying again for a guillotine. And Tom easily steps over into mount one more time. Tom has his back squeezing out a rear naked and attack. The crowd's gone nuts. Tom's got a lot of people here tonight, and he did not disappoint the people that came out to see him. Once again, Tom Pagarulo with that win by a rear naked choke. Our next match is going to be Eddie George from FAA. He is making his amateur debut versus Romano Medina from Burgess, who's 2-0. as an amateur all right
All right, joining me right now, my longtime trading partner and good friend, Mr. Nasty himself, Jay Fortier. How are you, my friend? Very good. Yo, yo, yo. What's going you're, on, brother? Your your team link cornering tonight, off and on, huh? Yes, Running sir. around. Yes, sir. Trying always. To, trying to keep people jacked up and ready to roll in the back there. And yep. Two more to go. Two more to go. Nice. What about you? When are we going to see you back in the cage again? That ain't going to happen. <laughs> Never? You're done? I'm done. Jay's done. Yeah, neck surgery, all that. I'm done. Yeah, you had neck surgery, yeah? Yeah, three months ago. Yep. Three months ago. Shit. Yep. How are you healing? I'm healing. I'm healing. Hopefully we get the okay from the doctor. Uh, start rolling again and stuff. Nice. Have you just been teaching? Yes. Yes, and it's driving me bananas that I can't get on the maps. Yeah? Uh, yeah. How, do they have an ETA? Um, well, we were supposed to have a doctor, uh, an appointment Thursday. They canceled, so I'll find out the 13th, so uh, we'll see then. All right. You know what I mean? Good fights tonight, though. Yeah, really good fights. Man, the first, the first few fights, there were a couple of Jesus, brutal knock. That first fight, that first fight, that, that was like was, he knocked that guy dead. That was a that was a home run. That was one of those home run sweet spot hits. Yeah, that was like uh, that was like Tank Abbott, Steve Mel- Nelmark. You remember that fight? Oh yeah, no, that was with that or the Crocop fight where his legs. Yeah, did you see his legs. Gonzaga Crocop? Yeah, Gonzaga Crocop. Yeah, like the, that. Yeah, the old legs went out. <laughs> yeah, his legs were, were were bent right under him. The ref had to come over and straighten his legs out. Oh, I yeah. was like, ooh, that doesn't look good. Yeah, they're going to move him while he's still out. That's a bad sign. Huh? At least he got up. Yeah, he did. He, he was there for a little while, but <laughs> it was it was. Uh, you, I don't know if you saw it from where you were sitting, where, where he was right here in this corner yeah, yeah. where I could see him, and he stood up and he didn't. Know, he he was like, "What's going on?" Oh yeah, that, I mean, he was just completely had no idea that he had been knocked out. He was like, "What? I'm ready to fight." He was ready to go. Yeah, I, I remember I, I, uh, sparring in practice once, and I uh, got KO'd. And I woke up and I was like, why aren't I at work? <laughs> I didn't yeah. I thought I was supposed to be at work that day. So, yeah, that'll do it to you, you know. So, at least I, he's okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Do you know these guys? Do you know either of these guys? Uh, negative. Oh, wait. No, is that Romano? Romano, yep. So is Romano, okay, so he's, uh, yeah, Burgess, yeah, he- yeah, heck yeah. He's a Burgess guy? Yeah, yeah, Romano's a Burgess guy. Uh, used to train with him a long time ago, one of Nate's guys. Great team, obviously, so, um, yeah, this should be good. I thought this was, I didn't know this was an MMA fight, so. Yeah, he's, he's 2-0. and He's a 2-0 and as an amateur. This is his, his third amateur fight. I know he had some couple uh, amateur Muay Thai fights, I think, too, didn't he? He had a couple what? Muay Thai fights. Kickboxing fight, amateur one. So, yo, yeah, yeah, but he has great team, so they're uh, this should be good. What team? Uh, the other kids from FAA, right? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, FAA. Okay, yeah. So it should be a good fight. I thought Brian got robbed earlier. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. You know, um, the the the, the score didn't add up correctly. The scores were weird that they that, uh, they, they didn't add up. It didn't make any sense. But uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out how they were added up myself. Yeah, there so. was a there was a twenty nine twenty seven and a twenty eight twenty seven and then a twenty eight twenty eight. Yeah. So I mean, we thought Brian at least definitely had the first two. I mean, he definitely didn't have the third. Um, yeah. I mean, the dude came out in the third and he scrapped. And yeah. the only thing I could think was that maybe he got a ten eight. 
yeah, in the last one, but that's, that it still doesn't add up. No, and it could have been a 10-8 also for the first round because of the knockdown. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know how they're they're scoring the kickboxing stuff. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, uh, you never know what the judges are. Th- Couple of straight blasts from Medina. So hopefully Romano gets to both underhooks, takes him down, clinches up, but see what he wants to do. And he's got double underhooks, got him pressed up against the fence right now. I mean, if he just lowered his level a little bit, get the takedown, but I don't know. He just needs to, he's trying it, but he needs to lower his level a little bit more. There he goes. And he gets taken down. Yeah, he's back to half guard. He's got the underhook, so that's good. Back to guard. That was good recovery. That was a nice hip toss from, uh, I forgot dude's name already, Eddie George. Eddie George, that was a good takedown, yeah. Nice hip toss from Eddie George. And right now they're just, uh, Romano looks comfortable on his back. He's hiking his guard up a little bit. Yep. Maybe trying to find something up top there. He's going for an arm probably. It looks like he's trying to set up an arm bar. Yeah, he's hanging on to that right arm pretty heavily. He's going high with that guard, too. So if he can trap a shoulder. He might throw that left arm through, go for a triangle. Yeah. Now he switched arms. Now he's he's like he's trying to focus on the left arm now. He's controlling the, he's trying to control the right wrist. Do you see that? Probably setting up a triangle, but now I let go of it. George is staying busy on top, trying not to let Medina set up his submission attempts. Yep. He was trying to go for a little hip heist there. Hip heist or Kimura gave up on it. Medina doing a good job breaking down George's posture, though. Yeah, George is not getting any hard shots in there. Yep. He's blocking a lot of them and breaking down his posture to keep him from raining down blows. Well, looks like he almost threw, uh, threw that arm through for a triangle for a half a second there. Uh, she's a little high with that. Went for that triangle. His posture was too high. Almost lost it. George almost passed the guard there, could have. Oh, he's locking that shoulder. Oh, got 10 seconds going for an arm bar. Too late oh, in the round. Oh, boy. It's not going to work against yeah. the cage. It's a good ending for him, though. George had a, mor- a, a, a moral victory anyways, you know. Yeah, yeah, at least yeah. he knows he can get to that spot again. Yeah. He's going to work the hips a little bit more, you know. That was a good good first round yep. for both guys. Probably just based on the takedown and top control. I'm sure George, the judges will see that round for George. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Too late see, for that armbar attempt, you know. What's Romano's stand-up like? Good. Didn't get to see much of it. Good, good. He, um, like I said, uh, Nate's a great stand-up coach, great jiu-jitsu, great all around, you know. And like I said, Romano, I believe, had some, uh, has a couple kickbo- amateur kickboxing fights. So, oh, okay. So that's good on him, you know. So we got, uh, we got Ed over here for a minute earlier. 46 <laughs> years old, stepping back in the cage after a seven-year sabbatical. Yeah, a little wild, a little wild. He's like, yeah, someone told me I was crazy. I'm like, you got to be a little bit crazy to get back in there, Ed. Better yeah. you than me, you know? Absolutely. He's a freaking tank, though. Oh, yeah. He trains every day still with all the young guys, you know? He does. He chokes me out on the regular, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm no spring chicken either, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, but he's in shape, man. You know, he's in there every day. That's his job. Uh, Romano. Another nice trip from George. Yeah. He'll get the guard back. It looks. And it, it, 
Hopefully George doesn't stay in this position the whole time again. But Romano, if he can get his hips off the cage a little bit, his head off the cage, it's going to be tough getting a submission from here. He's definitely not, doesn't have a passive guard. He's, he's, he's definitely working. Try, yeah, he's trying to set up that arm bar again. And the kid, there it is, there it the is. Kid, uh, he's, he's hipping out the wrong way, right? He's gonna hip it, he's gonna get square up his hips. No, he's going for, for George's right no, no, arm. I'm saying, yeah, George's, there it George, is. George should have Arms out. Yep. His, his legs out and across the head. Now he's gonna try to roll underneath him if he can. Pull on oh, he's, George is Pull. stepping over, he's stepping over the right way. He might be able to still hit it from here, I don't know where his eye Oh, I don't know. Oh, that looks like it could be, oh, he got out. It was close. That was real close. Get up, Romano, good job. And guys. Romano up. up, that was really good attempt. Right. Same trip, did that same trip for the second time now, George. On the ground, back in Romano's guard again. And Romano walking up that back. He's not, uh, he's, gonna, triangle. he's, gonna, he's triangle. got the triangle. Yep. Uh, oh, that looks Grab tight. the right, grab, the, he needs to grab his right leg. His right arm needs to grab underneath his right leg. Yeah, he doesn't have. Take the arm. Yep. Oh, he's going from the triangle to the arm bar. Leave it. So all he's gonna do, he's Romano. Go ahead. Romano's gonna get, get his right arm underneath his right leg. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't have that cinched up underneath his leg quite enough. Now if he can, if he can grab both of his knees together, um, he could squeeze him, kick his left leg down. I'm sure whatever's going on inside of that triangle is not comfortable, yeah, but it's not enough to make him tap. If he's diving like that, he's, he's having a tough time. Take the, uh, if he takes the arm here, switches the left, uh, his left leg over his head. And it looked like he was reaching back trying to pull that foot in, but uh, ten seconds left. So he needs to grab the he needs to grab the right leg, and then he can cinch it down. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It would have stopped him from rolling to his back. That was good. That's another, Romano's. Uh, another good ender. Yeah, that's Romano's round. So we got a one-one now. I'm up here trying to like coach and stuff. It's, sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> No, I mean, to you and me, I think that was Romano's round too, but who knows what the judges think. Yeah, dude exactly. got, dude got two takedowns, so. You just, get, you just never know what they're looking for over there, you yeah, know? Exactly, yep. That's what I should have done. I should have got a picture. I put that up on our website. Nick Newell in the corner of, uh, of George. Yeah, that's a badass right there. He is a bad dude. That's sad to see him retire. Yeah, for sure. Looked like he was just just getting shit started, you know. Yep. Romano had the plum there. George teeing off on him, and he's gonna make sure he doesn't get taken down here. Yeah, there we go. Nice little, nice little overhand right there, straight right rather, from Romano. It's the most stand up we've seen in this fight so far. Yep. Another straight, another straight right. Be care he's going to be careful sh running in like that. He's going to get taken down again. Yeah, he's just going to change levels. If he, if he keeps him, he's smelling blood when he's when he's getting that getting that straight right off and connecting. He's smelling blood, but might be a little too early. Careful with the clinch. Romano's definitely taking this round so far. Yeah, no, he's connecting. The hooks. There we go. Nice, nice head, head kick. kick. Yep. Nice head kick there. 
Well, that was blocked by forearms, but still, plenty of that got through. Oh, well, yeah. Those still hurt. <laughs> yeah. That straight, that straight right has been his moneymaker there. Yep. George looked like he's slowing down a little bit. A little lazy leg kick there. Yeah, those takedowns and defending that triangle take a lot out of you, yeah. you know? Yeah. A few nice kicks in a yeah. row. Head kick, body kick, leg kick, bing, yep. bing, bing. From George. To those listening. And Medina See, trying to throw that straight right, right again. Right now, Romano needs to okay, yeah, break disengage, up. Yeah. yeah. He's way better if he's disengaging and trying to keep him out at range. There we go. Although he's definitely getting better at this exchanges. Even when they're clinched up, he's getting better at the exchanges. Very nice clinch work by Romano as well. A couple knees got in. Nice body, nice body shot. shot. Right, to the li- right to the liver right there. Well, this, no, is, def- this sh- is definitely Romano's round. He's going to make sure he doesn't get taken down at the end. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, barely. He just he dodged that, a bullet right there. I know that's that was, where he was going with that. Yeah, George, George dropped levels right at the last second and had him lifted up off the canvas just a couple of centimeters, and the, and the, and the round ended. But we'll see. We'll, we'll both, see. Guys, both guys got their arms raised in the air. We'll see what the, see what the judges think. See what they think about that second round, if they know anything about uh, jiu-jitsu and stuff. This could very easily be a split decision. Great fight, though. Great fight. Very good fight. Entertaining. That was nice. Even Nate went over there and uh, gave the opponent some water. Nice. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Nate's a hell of a guy. You probably know Nate longer than I, but I knew him before he ever trained. No, you actually, you probably knew. Yeah, because remember we at the old school, not the old school, when we first got to the mills a long time ago, remember that's when we ran into you. Remember that you were... Oh, yeah, yeah, when I had my my little... I was, like, I was like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I, 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 I knew oh, Nate here we from. Go. Hold on, sorry. Here we go. What? Nice work, mm-hmm. Romano. Romano, they gave it to him. Working hard off his back in that second round paid off, man. Yeah, that's great. great. That's really great that the judges recognize that. Yep, yeah, that's great. Because he was he the because George was in way more jeopardy than Romano was in that second round. Romano was steadily putting him in jeopardy, even though he was working off his back. So kudos to the judges for recognizing that and and yeah, giving that, a right decision. Yeah, that was I didn't expect that. Cool. Yeah, I was really worried about that. So that's good. That's really good. Great job, uh, Nate. Uh, obviously, the guys at FAA. Um, that was a great match. That was a great fight. That was training. It was in, It was like 2001, 2002. Yeah. I had been tra- I'd been training down at Boston Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and I and I ran into Nate at a poker hall here in Manchester, and I saw his ears, and I was yeah. like, man. You gotta come do jujitsu. <laughs> I was like, I can, I, I, obviously I can tell you know what you're doing on the mat. Come yeah, do yeah. some jujitsu. <laughs> and he's like, sometime, yeah, maybe I'll come by and train. And now he's a total fucking animal. Yeah. I mean, he was an animal before. 
Hey, I gotta get out of here because I don't right, know brother. what's coming up next. So thanks, Nick. All right, it was a pleasure, Mr. My Nasty J. Ford here, right, my brother. brother. Thank you very much. Brother. Thank you. All right, Mr. Nasty J. Ford here, leaving us here. Gonna head back there and make sure he's got a corner in our people. We've got still got two left. Ken Murphy still left to fight, and the man himself, Mr. Ed Carr. But before that, this next fight, we got uh, Brian Costco and Will McCall. Brian Costco out of Sityotong slash Iron Horse. He's 3-5 and five as an amateur. And Will McCall out of Evolution Athletics is 1-2 and two as an amateur. So right now, Costco making his way to the, to the cage. It's going to be Costco versus McCall. Costco in the blue trunks. All right. McCall getting a big hug from his coach before heading on in. Ref taking care of his pre-fight checkout. All right. Here we go. Costco in the blue trunks. McCall in the red. I think that's the first time I've acknowledged trunk color during this podcast. Ed Carr out making a round still. He's just chilling and chatting with people. He's got his boxing gloves on. Chilling and chatting. He's got, uh, let's see here. One, two more fights. Two more fights and then he's up. Two more fights after this one. This fight and two more. And then we get to see Ed Carr demolish somebody. And McCall's got quite a few folks in the audience for him. He's like both guys do. All right, here we go. And Costco tried to shoot in. And McCall <laughs> sprawled and is just pounding on him. And right to McCall, uh, Costco is turtled up and McCall is just drilling him. And Costco trying to lock up a Camaro. One of those like, uh, Carl Parisian Camaros. And it was close. He almost pulled it off. Costco can't just lay there. He's just laying there and letting McCall tee off on him. He's not doing anything about it. And McCall, McCall fully has the back. And he's trying to work, work on Costco. And, and then to, to went from back mount to mount. McCall's got Costco mounted. And that's enough. Yeah, he was, Costco was not doing enough to intelligently, intelligently defend himself. He's, he's, he's pretty disappointed. He just kind of got mauled out there. You know, he shot him for a sloppy double and McCall sprawled and it, it, it looked like, uh, it looked like Costco was trying to roll in for a knee bar, and he rolled in and then just... McCall is in side control and went straight to mount, and then Costco turtled up, and McCall did not relent. It was just super fresh, you know? He just was just was pound, pound, pounding, pound, pounding him. You know how how God do? So, that's the end of that fight. That was a quick one. One minute and 12 seconds. All right. This is going to be the last of the amateur fights. A lot of amateur fights tonight. Only three pro fights on this whole card. 
I don't know if that's uh, if that's uh, normal. I feel like there's been, there's usually more pro fights on uh, combat zone fights, but let's see here. Uh, this is uh, Ali Zebian, and he is from FAA. He is five and three as an amateur, and he's fighting Taylor Constantino from Evolution, who is two and one. So, Zabian versus Constantino. Zabian just getting to the cage now. Constantino coming shortly. I already love Constantino because he's coming out to Jack the Knife. Mac the Knife. Jack the Knife. I already love Constantino because he's coming out to Mac the Knife. All right. Constantino versus Zabian. Zabian, a physical specimen. Constantino looks very... Calm, cool, and collected. Kevin McDonald. Constantino's got a lot of fans in the house. Very different body types here. Constantino, a little longer and thinner. And Zabian, very muscular upper body. Nice jab. Triple jab right there from Zabian. Bing, 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 bing. And Constantino with a double leg. And he had it for a second there. And then uh, the cage saved Zabian for sure. But they are, he switched to a single now. Constantino switched to a single. And Zabian's got a, got an arm in, into that single is preventing him from, as I say it, Constantino just picks him right up. Zabian hands directly in the cage, trying to stand up. But as I say that, uh, Zabian's got the hand in there to prevent the single leg, Constantino picks him right up, all the way up off the mat, <laughs> with a single. A high crotch single. And Zabian working hard to get off his back. Constantino working hard to keep him down on the mat. Constantino trying to wall walk. I mean, sorry, Zabian. Zabian trying to wall walk. Constantino trying to suck Zabian down off of the cage. Trying to keep him on the mat. Hopefully he keeps his fingers out of the cage again. And wall walks back up. Fingers in the cage again from Zabian. A second time, Constantino with double underhooks. Has Zabian uh, up against the cage. Zabian getting some little short rights in there and trying to fish in for an underhook. And Constantino shooting in. He's got his hands locked behind, a little gable grip. Trying to go for that high crotch single again. Good wrestling by Constantino. Got him down. Halfway down now. Sucks his back off the cage again. Looks like Xavier might give his back up here. Constantino crawling around to the back, control, controlling the legs. Xavier getting him some, again, those little short rights. Not doing much, but certainly don't feel great. And Constantino doesn't want to take too many of those, but this round, definitely for Constantino doing most of the work here, really grueling. Just heavy pressure wrestling from Constantino. Randy Couture style. Heavy pressure wrestling. All right, here we go. Round two. Little teak from Constantino. They even got that nice little double jab again. He's got to be careful not to overcommit because Constantino's proved he can change levels quickly and get that takedown. When Xavier's coming in, he's kind of rushing in a little bit. Good chance he's leaving himself open. Zabian's ducking down like he's going to go for a takedown. Nice little left hook from Constantino there. And a double leg, and he does go down. Zabian does get it. He gets a double leg on Constantino. 
the tides are reversed here now. Zabian has got the back of Constantino trying to do like a little half Nelson to get him turn over. But Constantino's turning up, turtling up well. Zabian getting off some shots while Constantino's turtling up. Constantino trying to get back. Constantino trying to get back to his feet. And Zabian uh, has hooks around his back. No, back to turtle again. Constantino's turtle up. Zabian's on his side. Constantino's got one of his arms or both of his arms. Constantino turns into him. Tries to shoot in himself. Zabian sprawls. And he might be going for like a front headlock or guillotine of some sort. And he's just sprawling, sprawling down on him. Uh, Zabian sprawling down on Constantino. little scramble here. And back to the same position. Constantino turtled up. Zabian behind him. Raining down blows. Big heavy lefts. Big heavy shots from Zabian now. Those are not pitter-patter shots right there. And Kevin McDonald, big knee, big knee to the side there from Zabian. Kevin McDonald's not going to let this continue much longer. He's getting really close to stopping it. He's, Constantino's eating about 30 unanswered shots here. And I can't see how clearly they're landing from my vantage point because there's a cage and a support and a, and a giant trophy, which I assume they're giving away to the winner of tonight's main event in the way. So I can't see how cleanly they're, they're landing, but Kevin McDonald can. That's it. Ten seconds to go. Kevin McDonald calls the fight. <laughs> and Xavier. <laughs> that was very strange. <laughs> Sapien ran like full steam into the cage and then bounced off the cage and when he went flying back through the air he just flew up flew away like Superman and then pounded the floor of the cage. <laughs> and Constantino still still down. He's he like I said, he took probably forty unanswered shots right there. Sabian just never stopped punching him. And I couldn't see how cleanly they were landing, but Obviously, Kevin McDonald had seen enough. And judging by the fact that Constantino still has not gotten up, it was a very good stoppage. Constantino up now. All right. That's good. We don't like to see anybody get hurt, so glad to see him up and walking around. It was two very different rounds right there. Wow. Yeah, that guy was killing it at 214. Yeah, Calvin Cater, he's the guy that puts on the... Puts on the combat zone, and he did. He, he had a great, great fight in the UFC 214. I totally forgot about that. All right, Romano Medina at the fight of the fight of the night trophy. That's great from Team Burgess. That's what that giant trophy was. I was in the way of me being able to see if uh, if Constantino was get, uh, what kind of punches were contacting. We're making contact with Constantino. I could not tell. All right, kids. Well, that is the end of the amateur fights. We are into the pro fights coming up next. And my one of the guys from my school, uh, Kenny Murphy, is going to be fighting. And uh, he's fighting a dude named Jeff Silva. And I don't know uh, how much of this stuff they have mixed up, but they definitely have the pictures mixed up because... 
they have the picture of Ken Murphy as Jeff Silva. And so I'll have to wait to hear how they announce. Because I don't know what either guy's record is, but they're both pros. One of them is 2-3, and three, one of them is 0-2. I don't know which is which. But it says Ken Murphy is 0-2. And Jeff Silva is two and three, but Ken Murphy's a fucking beast, man. That dude is a great wrestler. <laughs> I was really hoping that Ken Murphy was coming out to the Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> but we're just we're just on break here still. Oh wait, here we go. This guy Jeff Silva is from professional martial arts, which is Rick Hahn School. Rick Hahn, the Olympic judoka and uh, Bellator welterweight champion, former Bellator welterweight champion. He won the Bellator welterweight championship and retired that night. And Rick Hahn opened up his school, professional martial arts, uh, this last year, I believe. I talked to him earlier for a second. Hopefully he'll come by and, and say hi to us later. All right. Here comes Team Lynx, Kenny Murphy. All right. Nicholas Alley, JC, JC Alley, Nick Alley, and uh, man, Mr. Nasty J. Fortier in the current corner of Ken Murphy for this fight. Ken Murphy, calm, cool, and collected in there. Every time I, Ken Murphy to me looks, he looks exactly like John Leguizamo. So if you can imagine uh, John Leguizamo. <laughs> Getting ready to get into a scrap. That's <laughs> Ken Murphy looks like. All right, here we go. I think these guys are 145ers. Oh, wow. Way lighter. A catch weight of 130, so I guess they were going to be 125ers. But Ken's a monster wrestler, man. I mean, I'm, I'm more than twice his weight, and I have a hard, I would have a hard time wrestling him. You see, they have it backwards. Come on, guys, don't boo. Here we go. Over under that Ken Murphy is going to shoot a double leg in the first 20 seconds. Leg kick. Another leg kick from Ken. <laughs> Loading up a big right. Big right. Kenny was just load, loading up that right and waiting, waiting for the right moment. And he just wung it with all his might. But he's, he's walking him down. Ken Murphy's walking dude down right now. Definitely, definitely getting the walking down points for sure. Both guys throwing heavy leather. Both guys are throwing with ill intentions. <laughs> Other dude who I, I don't know his name <laughs> has Ken Murphy up against the cage right now. I'm sorry, I don't mean to disrespect the other guy. I just forgot his name, and it's too dark in here. I can't read it, so I, and I don't want to take my eyes off the fight. So no disrespect to the man from uh, Professional Martial Arts Academy. Uh, now they're both back in the center of the ring, but um, Kenny's definitely controlling it. He's has a nice jab from dude from uh, Rick Hahn School. I'll just call him other dude from here out until the round ends and I can look at the card but that was a nice jab from other dude and Ken got him pressed up against the fence the guy's pummeling in well to keep from the double underhooks and a really nice knee and a really nice left hook from Ken oh and dude almost got a little hip toss on Ken there but the cage saved him and Ken's trying to get on the inside he's got dude's got a Quite a, quite a reach advantage on Ken. He's much longer. He's much longer than Kenny is. Kenny's got short, short little arms, and 
short legs, short arms, and the dude has much, much longer arms. He's doing well trying to keep Kenny away, but Kenny's not stopping from pressuring him. He's still coming in. Right as I say it, dude turned turn the uh, tables and started pressuring Kenny, but that didn't last long. So aggression and octagon control or cage control. I did so well. I, I did I had, the whole night. I made it without saying the word octagon. Uh, so cage control and uh, and aggressions uh, are definitely in Kenny's favor, and probably equally, uh, probably pretty close to equal on the amount of strikes thrown and the amount of strikes landed. Might be a, well, that was a big. That was a big hefty right. And Kenny's got a Kenny's got a guillotine on, dude. Standing guillotine. Oh, he's. he's I think he's gonna. Oh shit. That, I don't know if that was illegal me or not. That looked like it was a. Uh, hmm. Oh, dude, going for an armbar. Oh no. Kenny stepping over. Kenny stepping over. He's not stepping all the way over. He's got to step all the way over. Guy's expending a lot of energy trying to hang on to this armbar that I don't think is there anymore. Uh, Kenny's got his elbow out now. And the guy threw up a triangle right away, and that was very close. Almost got that triangle on Kenny. Threw it right right away. The guy's very good from his back. Very comfortable on his back. Kenny had him. uh, Kenny had the guillotine up, standing guillotine up against the fence, and then the guy dropped down. As he dropped down, Kenny threw a big knee, and I, I don't know, it looked like it might have hit the dude in the head. I couldn't tell. But oh, big, big, big wingy right from Kenny that connected right there. Nice little left hook, little lead left hook from Ken. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough round. Uh, you know, cage control and aggression, takedowns. Had, had him had him in a danger with the guillotine, and then dude had uh, Kenny in danger with the armbar. So it was a really really good fight, really good fight so far. <laughs> it's a very it's a very strange song to have in between rounds. The whole the whole audience is yelling along with the song. That was great. All right, round two. Here we go. I didn't get to look at dude's name, and I'm going to do it right now, even though the round started. So I'm not going to not know his name again. Jeff Silva. All right, easy. All right. Kenny's walking down Silva again uh, to start this round off. And looks like another big overhand right from Kenny. A little exchange there. It's like both guys got him in. Kenny ended the exchange with another big overhand right. I think Kenny will... Uh, Probably want to keep this on his feet. As good of a wrestler as he is, uh, it, it seemed like uh, Silva was very, very competent off his back and just ready to. You know, he had the he had the, the armbar attempt that was kind of close, and then right when he got out of it, threw up a, a triangle almost right away, but couldn't couldn't connect with it. But Kenny might have got a little bit of. It was only the last minute of the round, too, that they were on the ground, really. So, straight left from Kenny. A little rock'em sock'em exchange from the guys. Oh, that was a big right hook from Kenny. You hear that one over here. That's straight left from Kenny. And both just uh, 
kind of winging wild ones at each other here. Big, big body kick from Kenny. Everybody heard that. Two big punches from Silva right there. Now Silva's got Kenny up against the cage. I don't, anything I don't like about this, these screens is they don't have a clock on them. I can't really tell how much time is left in each round. So I'm guessing we're about halfway through this round right now. Probably two and a half to three minutes into the round. A nice, nice straight right from Kenny. Another nice straight right from Kenny. Body kick from Kenny. Both winging punches. Just both. Oh, Silva's getting some good ones off on Kenny here. Yeah, he's throwing. They're both throwing wildly. Just wildly. (laughs) This is a crazy fight. Not a lot of combinations from either guy. Mostly single, single kicks, single punches. <laughs> when they get, when they, when they, a couple of times they just start standing in front of each other, winging them at each other. This is a much closer round than the first. I think the first was definitely Ken Murphy's round. This round is much closer. I still think it's Ken Murphy's round, but, oh, he got a takedown right at the end. That's definitely Ken Murphy's round now. Right in the last few seconds, Kenny got a double leg. Here we go, round three. Both guys bouncing around like they're nice and fresh. Silva comes running across the cage, ready to engage. Putting the pressure on this round. I think Silva knows that the onus is on him in order to win this fight. He's going to have to get a knockdown for sure, or a submission. And double leg, big double leg from Ken Murphy. And Silva's trying to back up against the cage to, to wall walk. Oh, Silva trying for a guillotine here. No, no, Ken Murphy got him up against the fence. Couple nice shots on the break. Nice knee from Ken Murphy. Silva's got Ken Murphy pegged up against the fence here. I can't really see what the tie-up's like. The ref was in the way. Definitely had him pushed up against the fence. Couple nice leg kicks from Ken Murphy. A little tie plum. Looks like a little tie plum from Silva. He's getting those knees off. Oh, Ken Murphy going. Got him clinched up against the fence again, but Silva's trying to go for that guillotine. I don't know if Ken Murphy got the takedown. Takedown in Silva's guard. Silva's got a very good active guard, so I don't know if Ken Murphy wants to hang out here in this guard for too long. Ken still still in Silva's guard. Silva kind of sitting up trying to dig in for a for a guillotine, but it's going to be tough with all that sweat for him to secure a guillotine. Oh, he's hiking his hips up high, hanging on to one of those arms. He's going to go for a arm bar again, but Ken Murphy was able to get out of it. He throws those hips up fast. Those legs go up fast. I can tell this guy snatches that armbar on guys all the time in, in training. And the ref, I don't know why the ref restarted that fight. Ken going for a double, switches to a single, and dude spins out of it and gets Ken on his back. Definitely is not where Ken wants to be. Nice underhooks from Ken. Nice, nice stand-up from Ken. Big shots from Silva on the stand-up. Big, two big looping hook. Kind of getting close to the last minute of this match, I'm guessing. Somewhere in the last minute. Silva trying to pour it on here. I think he knows that he's got to get, he's got to get a finish in order to win this match. I think again, this, this, (laughs) rock'em, sock'em robots again. This is the most engaged as the audience has been out of any of the fights tonight. This is the, this is just a crazy fight. 
Jesus, they're just throwing with wild abandon. Wild, wild abandon. They need to come up with it. They need to get another trophy. And Ken gets another takedown, and dude's trying to sink in that guillotine again, but it's so slippery. He's going to have a hard time. Ten seconds left. So this is going to be a clear three-round victory for Ken Murphy, I think. And they're going to have to bring out another trophy for fight of the night because that was the fight of the fucking night for sure. <laughs> and there might have been some 10-8s in there, but... the third round because Silva got a takedown and had and he was getting a little ground and pound off on him I guess they could have seen that as a I want to go in there and fight just so I can win and stand next to those ring girls <laughs> it's the most lecherous old man thing I've ever said in my life <laughs> All right. Kenny Murphy next up my man, Ed Carr, stepping back in the cage after a seven-year hiatus. All right, making his way to the cage, J.A. Dudley from Lucky Devil Fight Club. He's making his pro debut as a kickboxer. Both guys making their pro debut as a kickboxer. A.J. Dudley, he is a big-looking dude. That guy's got to be well over 300 pounds. I mean, he's got to be 325 pounds at least. I don't know. We'll see how tall he is when he stands there next to Ed. Because six, Ed's like six one or something like that. Ed's like six one, and he's like 280 pounds. Edge of car got scary. Carrie Kennison in his corner. JC Nick Alley, Walter Smith Candido, Jay Fortier. Everybody's coming out with our man Ed Ed Carr. The head man in charge over at Team Link. He is a rugged dude. When I talk about doing jujitsu with him. I say it's like it's like trying to it's like trying to choke out a, a 280 pound fire hydrant. He's just a solid, and that's his, and that's his most uh, that's the most reaction we've gotten out of this crowd all night tonight. There have been some big reactions, but there's a lot of people here to see Ed Carr. And they had a nice show of respect with A.J. Dudley. I think these guys are these guys are friends. They like each other. But when the bell rings, they're going to be slinging leather. Yeah, he's definitely as tall as Ed. So he's 6'1", 6'2". All right, here we go, kids. Ed looks loose. Oh, <laughs> nice leg kick from Ed there. A.J. Dudley pressing the action here. Got Ed up against the cage. Tied up. Ref's going to try try and get in there and get these two giant men apart from each other. He was scared. The ref was scared. He was trying not to get hit, trying to break them up. Dudley pushing the, pushing the pace here. Oh, elbow from Ed Carr. Nice elbow from Ed Carr. And body shot from Ed. Nice another body shot from Ed. Leg kick from Ed. <laughs> what a dirty boxing from Ed. Ed's getting him in the clinch and getting that dirty boxing off. 
this ref is worried about this ref is worried about stepping in trying to break him up. <laughs> he does not want to get hit by one of these dudes. Oh, <laughs> take down from Edgar. <laughs> Whoops. He's sorry. He's apologizing for it. He didn't mean to do it. He just went on auto mode, you know. Guy throws a kick. <laughs> he just single-legged him right down. Oh, did it again. Tripped him that time. That's two takedowns for Ed Carr in the kickboxing match. Oh, knee to the junk. Ed Carr got hit in the little cars. Referee's giving him a little second to shake it out. Here we go. AJ's walking, been walking car down most of this match. Ten seconds left. <laughs> Third takedown for Ed Carr. <laughs> oh, spin kick right to the gut. That's going to leave a mark, but hey. <laughs> Three takedowns for Ed Carr. All right. Kickboxing <laughs> match. All right. Here we go. Back at it. Nice touch gloves. Big head kick from <laughs> takedown number four. <laughs> uh, I threw a, that big man threw a head kick that got up, it got up to Ed's shoulders. I didn't, didn't don't think he connected, but it got to Ed's shoulders, and Ed caught it and put him on the mat. Another spin kick to the gut from Ed Carr. AJ is real busy, man. He's staying busy. Little teak from Ed. Body punch from Ed. Left hook from Ed. Rock him, sock him, robot style. Ooh, big knee from AJ. And elbows from Ed. Ed's liking that tie-up game. He's doing that dirty boxing, getting those elbows in. Take down number five <laughs> for Ed Carr. Oh, big straight left from AJ. Back to the tie-up. Plum, plum clinch from Ed. Two knees to the belly from his plum clinch. Three knees to the belly. And the ref, the ref got some balls and stepped in there early. Oh, Ed with a spinning back fist that doesn't connect, but he tried it, man. That was great. Another nice knee from Ed. AJ's got Ed up against the cage, connecting him with some of those punches. Takedown number six from Ed Carr. Oh, spinning, kick, spinning back kick to the gut again for Ed Carr into the clinch. I sense takedown number seven. All right, ref got in there and broke it up again while they're clinched. Takedown. <laughs> he tried it. Ed, Ed tried for takedown number seven. Oh, the ref's, the ref's going to give him the business. The ref's going to give him the business for takedowns. Because that was, that was attempt at number seven. He definitely <laughs> had thrown the, the leg sweep in there. A couple of them are just, just because he was just shucking the guy off and the guy didn't have good balance. But there's a couple in there where he's definitely putting a leg sweep in there. Ooh, big knee from Ed. Ooh, scrapping at the end of that round. They were scrapping. Ooh, God love Ed Carr, man. 46 years old in there. And he is fucking throwing down, man. All right. Here we go. The third and final round. Nick Alley and Kerry Kennison out of the cage. I have no idea who's winning this fight. I have no idea. I don't know how at all to gauge this fight. It's been back and forth the whole time. So I just, I have no clue 
Uh, went straight to the clinch, and Ed, I saw Ed step in like he was going to do that trip again, and he and he stopped it. I mean, I could see where uh, I can see where Ed's winning this fight uh, by tying him up, but I don't know. I mean, oh, he, he did it again. <laughs> he caught the leg, and he had him. He would have he would have taken him down <laughs> for a seventh time again there, but he stopped. So that would have been actually would have been takedown number nine if he didn't stop the last three. He has six takedowns and three ones that he stopped prematurely. I mean, AJ is is being the aggressor here, so if that's what the judges are looking for is aggression and AJ could be winning this match but I think as far as significant strikes thrown I think they're both have thrown a ton I think the ones that uh, that Ed have thrown have been in the clinch he's been getting a lot of a lot of nice knees and a lot of nice elbows and he's connected with several uh, spin kicks to the belly these guys are tuckered out man I'm exhausted just watching them you can imagine. With great big respect for both of these guys, man, for getting in there and putting it on the line. Ten seconds left, folks. Ten seconds left in this match. Rock 'em, sock 'em, robots here. The last ten seconds. <laughs> Nick Alley picking, picking Ed up and walking him around the ring. That's great. All right, here's a decision. Let's see what the judges think of this fight. Split decision. Not surprising at all. 
Don't listen to my podcast. Listen, if you if you if you boo somebody that's a professional fighter, don't listen to my podcast. Go listen to something else. This isn't for you. All right, feeling out process between these two right off the bat. Perrin and Caterino. I, I forgot. I wasn't listening when the ref did the announcement, so I don't know if this is for a belt of some sort or not, but it might be. It is the main event. Perrin in the white trunks, Caterino in the red trunks, and it's pretty evenly matched so far, just really feeling each other out. Just kind of little one-off strikes. Nothing real substantial for either guy. Big left hook mix missed by Perrin. Perrin lunging in with a little one-two-three combination there. And a nice little jab by Katarina there. Another nice little jab by him. Got to keep that jab happening. It's definitely working for him. He's got. He's like he has much longer arms. He's Perrin uh, ha- having to jump in to to get past those arms. He's kind of jumping in and jumping out. But Katarina would do well to try and work long on this guy. Katarina wading in. And Perrin's got. Perrin has Katarina. Pushed up against the cage. He's trying to fish in for a single of some sort. Digging for underhooks. Both guys pummeling for underhooks here. And Perrin has double underhooks now uh, on Katarina. Katarina swims one in. Perrin dropping down for a double. Sucks Katarina off the fence. Gets his butt on the cage, but his back is completely sitting upright. His back's right on the cage still, so Perrin's got to pull him out and suck him off the cage some so he doesn't wall walk if he wants to keep him on the ground here. Katarina kicks him off. And they're both back on their feet, standing in the middle of the cage. Weighing punches at each other again. Nice jab from Perrin. A nice body shot for Ka- body shot answer from Katarina. Back against the cage again. They're at 50-50 underhooks here. Perrin's got Katarina pushed up against the cage, pummeling in, so he can try and go for that double again. And double underhooks for Perrin again. Katarina tries to wither him. No luck. Perrin has him pushed up against the fence. Double leg. Again, this time he has his back flat on the on the canvas. And that is the end of the match. Going to have to give that round to Perrin. All right, here we go. Round two. There's a weird little thing that happened in between rounds there. Where it looked like there was too many seconds in the corner of Perrin. And one of them had to run out of the cage. But then was trying to pass back in the water to Perrin. Chance of let's go Perrin from the audience now. And Katarina tried to shoot that time. But he, he it was sloppy and when he stood back up straight, his back was already almost at the cage. Perrin got him pressured up against there again. Searching for that double. Third time. Got him down on his butt for the third time. And straight to mount. And Katarin almost <laughs> walked back off of the cage and got a reversal. And Perrin sunk the rear naked in. Wow. That was so fast. That was so fast. 
Katarina spun for a second, and Perrin sunk that rear naked in in a split second. It was so fast. And Perrin by a rear naked choke. Sometime round two. I guess that's going to be it for the MMAniacs podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me jop my jowls for the last four hours. Let's see. How many hours has this been recording? I'll look at it right now. Four hours, 31 minutes. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be chopped down to two hours. There's a lot of dead air in there, so I'm going to try and cut all that nonsense out of there and just give you the good stuff. I hope you have enjoyed listening to the podcast today. Like always, uh, we're going we're gonna to listen to the end here. Here we go. Jay Perrin. Jay Perrin and Flute Proofs to 4 and 1. And that's it. The fights are over, folks. I hope you have enjoyed listening to me. Jab my jowls about the fights. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day, evening, morning, and be good to yourself. Okay, bye. That's the end. No, we it. The MMAniacs podcast brought to you by Team Link of Hookset, New Hampshire. They're located at 1338 Hookset Road in Hookset, and their phone number is 603-641-3444. Their website is www.teamlinkhooksetnh.com. Uh, I've been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about 20 years, and for the last four years I've been training at Team Link, and it's one of the best schools I've ever trained at. Um, there's a lot of great instructors over there. There's no knuckleheads whatsoever. A lot of people there that are trying to help you get better at whatever it is that you want to study. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, karate, whatever it is that you want to study for martial arts, they've got somebody there to teach you the right way to do it. Uh, so if you go there, you tell them that the MMAniacs podcast sent you. They'll give you a free T-shirt and 30 free days to try out the school. Uh, again, their phone number is 603-641-3444, and their website is teamlinkhooksetnh.com.